0: achieve our full potential your journey to transformation begins right now let's do this all right let's do this okay i'm super excited today and i'm tracy harrell and on with me today as you can see we are using all zoom we have mr glenn turner executive director of a program called the emergency feeding program glenn happy birthday Thank you very much. We have something for you. Happy birthday to, Happy birthday to you.
1: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To you. <laughs>
0: Singing you, is James. not one of my skills, but thank you Nathan for that. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday. Thank, thank you, you for joining us today. We have you on because of all the gifts that you give to others. And today is your day. And so I just wanted to spend some quality time talking. Today we're going to talk about how to, again, how to continue to thrive. You guys met my second guest, Miss Kareema Rainmaker-Stewart. Hey, Kareema. Hey. You met her that last week. Saying. Thank you. And we talked about how to thrive in a chaotic environment, how to thrive when things are changing, things are crazy. We called it a little shenanigans <laughs> happening in the universe. And you you shared some spoken word. You shared some major words of wisdom. And you know, the other thing we're gonna do with this show, it's gonna be very intentional. We're gonna be very focused on how to help others. And Glenn, you do that all the time. So we're gonna continue to work with the mental aspect of thriving. And Karima, you can talk about families and the things that you, uh, relationships and communication and all those things. But Glenn, you're Mm -hmm. practically feeding people. You're fleeting people every day. Mm -hmm. And you have a story to tell. So Mr. Glenn Turner, tell us about the emergency feeding program. I actually have a video, but we have some technical issues with me showing a video. Uh, Do you want me to show the video of you and... um, uh joy in studio. Do you want to zoom in on this? Oh yeah, I guess you kind of are. Uh, do you want me to show that video first?
2: Sure. It'd be fine.
0: Yeah. Okay, let me play this real quick. Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell, and it's bigger than me, baby. <laughs> and guess what? I'm here in the emergency feeding program. I'm here with the executive director Glenn Turner. And Miss Joy Hollingsworth, who's an amazing part of this experience. And
3: Joy, tell us about Let's what happened this morning. Um, well, this morning we had an influx of a lot of people that wanted to come uh, and get produce. We have we run a fresh market. We have two things we have a fresh market program, and we also mm-hmm. have our uh, shelf stable program where mm-hmm. we're able to distribute food. And today we just had a lot of people. We had about a thousand people.
0: Today's Saturday. On.
3: Saturday a thousand people signed up online and they just really wanted food so there's a need out there to create um, people to have their basic needs met and they came looking to us for for those needs
0: and what's interesting is what you what you were able to share with people is there was some misinformation that was out there saying come on Saturday and you said the emergency food program
3: is it, yes, it's right. Monday, so, through Monday, so
0: Tuesday, the Wednesday. The Feeding
3: Program is Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It depends on people's last name. They go to our website, www.emergencyfeedingprogram.org, or excuse me, emergencyfeeding.org. Um, they'll be able to see the last names because it depends. A through I is Monday. Um, after that is uh, J through. Yes. J-, J through S is on Tuesday and on on uh, Wednesday are the remaining uh, mm-hmm. last names. And so what we're trying to do is to create a sense of calmness for people. Mm. We're going to be able to meet people's needs. We have plenty of food, but you know we don't want anyone to, to panic. Even the spike of amount of people, will be able to uh, meet their their food needs. Um, they can come once a week. Uh, they bring two reusable bags. They come once a week, and it's not by zip code. We're one of the only oh, two that. that don't do by zip code. You don't have to live in a specific area. You can come from whatever zip code that you're coming from in the state of Washington does not matter. Okay, that you can come here and get food. Okay, if you are have just been laid off. Whether you know you're on funds, mm. whether you uh, you know you just need a little extra help, we got you. It's not restricted by anything. Anyway, we'll be able to handle that and, and service your needs. It's fresh, organic produce we work with a number of partners that help us able to pride this food Mm -hmm. um and so we want to make sure that people have good food that they have access to to those nutrients Mm. um and that they can just be calm during this time because we're going to get through this washington
0: Mm, that is so beautiful glenn yes as the executive executive director okay glenn can you hear me Yes. Okay, I'm coming back to, I'm going to come back to the Zoom. I know there's some some issues with Zoom and being in studio and showing you and showing the video. So what I just showed was uh, the video that I did in your facility with Joy. And I showed the part of the okay. conversation where she's so calm. She has such a calming presence. The last thing she said was, Washington, we're going to get through this together. Yeah. And I know you're chilling right now. You look like you're just chilling. It's your birthday. You've been working nonstop. You're up,
2: yeah, at completely.
0: Amazon at 7 a.m. getting pallets of food, bringing it, handing it out, bagging it. Now let's let's talk about. I know it's your birthday, so I'm I'm, I'm sure more videos than not, so that you don't have to um, exert yourself, because I know you're exhausted. You're helping yeah, others. Yeah, for the people too. <laughs> on your birthday, so you're helping others. Yeah, it's
2: out for the people downstairs.
0: I love that celebrating you.
2: Yeah, love yep People surprise who... brunch.
0: Oh, I love that. And your your emergency feeding program is open when others are closed. Tell me about that.
2: Well, you know we we are part of the uh, Renton City of Renton um, Emergency Management Group, the CoAD, and what that does is, if there's any type of disaster in the community, we're actually um, authorized to activate and provide uh, much needed nutritional food to folks during time of crisis. So, you know, I have an excellent staff of people that I work with that step up on any occasion and they were ready for it this time. And, and to be honest with you, most of them had never had the training. Mm. Um, I kind of stepped in and, and went, went over how this operation is supposed to work. They took directly to it they mounted up and they put everything together and, you know, we had a smooth operation. So I'm, I'm very proud of my staff. I'm very happy that, you know, I have the people I have with me. I'm very proud of the volunteers that stepped up Mm -hmm. and, you know, took this on, you know, this, this is, you know, beyond anything else, this is kind of scary. You know, I know families are are in that mode of panic and, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and trying to, you know, just get some semblance of reality out of it because it doesn't seem real. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, walking into a store and seeing the, sh- the shelves empty—these are like movies we seen when we were younger. Right. You know, we never thought that you know it would come true, but you know, maybe that's just God's way of showing us early what's going to happen later on in life, and you know, trying to get us to prepare for it because we we were not prepared for this Mm-mm. in any shape way, way, shape or form.
0: You know. You know what? I, what to I, me, it
2: just doesn't seem real. Well.
0: I don't know what I love most about what you all do when you talk about. You know, you're again, you're in a position you feel like you're in a you you, you know, we talked last week about how when you're in a, a stressful situation, right, when things are chaotic, when there's lots of pressure, people show who they really are. In, in this in this time. Right. And your kindness and your love and the giving and the generosity that you've done throughout the years, you guys have been the, the emergency feeding program has been in place for 45 years, I think it is. You said you've been there for seven yes. years. Organizationally, you guys have been impacted. You, you, you have everything you need operationally to continue to do this work. But you, you also, you're doing it in such a calm way. How is that? Because, you know, part of what we do on this show, we don't just showcase amazing people doing great things. That is very important. But we also want to talk about how you're doing it. And you mentioned to me there's a faith factor for you. There's, there, there's a, this is a, a divine mission for you.
2: Yeah. Um, So I coached basketball for 35 years Mm -hmm. and in that 35 years of coaching, the people I work with taught me just as much as I think I taught them. Mm. Um, And it's all about patience. It's all about, you know, being able to take direction and and not take offense to things that you may in your mind think are wrong, but they're the things that are going to lead you in the right direction. Um, So I try to take it the same way I coach basketball. And I have to have patience because these are inexperienced people. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't know how things are going to go. Mm. And even though I'm in the same boat, you know, I have the the sensibility and the, and awareness to make sure that I take command and lead, not from the front, but from behind. Mm. Because behind, I'm pushing. I'm helping them get move forward and get them to be uh, aware of the situation and stronger in their situation. So I don't need to stand on the top of the hill and, you know, Yo, for this person to do this and that person do that, I've along the way, you know, kind of coached my people into being aware when we are in a in a crisis situation and then how to react to that. Mm. So, you know, it just comes from you know experience, coaching, experience, you know, and leadership and things of those things of that nature that help to uh, keep things appearing. To be um, they're, really, they're really very chaotic and very hectic. So I like you know, that. I don't want to. I, don't get, I don't get. it twisted. I just want to make sure <laughs> that people understand. You know, I, I'm wrecking my brain at that time. You know, I'm just on a, I just don't so derail. That's, that's I it.
0: I love that so much. So what I'm hearing you say is there is an appearance of calm, right? You are you you are doing everything you can because there is peace around. You know what you know. You don't know what you don't know, right? and you also know that you're on purpose, right? So you, you're, you're divinely inspired by being purposeful, right, knowing that you're doing what you should be, you should be doing, which is beautiful. Karima, right. Karima the Rainmaker-Stewart, I'm going to have you introduce yeah. yourself again real quick and then tell us, just like Coach Glenn, Mr. Glenn Turner, <laughs> Executive Director of the Executive Feeding Program, he's a working example of someone who is doing exactly what we talked about last week. You, you gave us a poem called The Invitation.
4: Oh, yeah. The
0: Invitation. <laughs> Tell us about The Invitation, right, and, and the opportunity for people to step up and really show up, show their best selves.
4: Absolutely. So my name is Karima, the rainmaker, Stewart, <laughs> and um, I am a money mindset, wealth empowerment, uh, organizational, personal uh, leadership coach, so I, I play in both arenas around mindset and money, as well as working with organizations and corporations on how to have their leaders show up powerfully um, in the space. So I love what you said, Mr. Turner, about leadership and the importance of you know leading from behind or beside, right? Because mm. every when you're in leadership, whether you're leading your family through this time or you're leading... Um, you're leading an organization or a group of people or a church or even yourself. We don't talk a lot about personal leadership Mm. um, because if you can master self and master the lead yourself, that's half the battle.
0: (laughs) That's more than half the battle actually. Right. I mean, that's more than half the battle. Yeah, exactly.
4: (laughs) Mastering, mastering self, especially in these times is so crucial and so essential. And so it sounds like, Mr. Turner, you are very grounded in what's called the current reality as well as the spiritual reality. It, it sounds like you're an example of what it means to really live on purpose and live in what's really happening. Um, so, to the to the degree that we can both we can acknowledge our humanity and okay. what's happening in reality with balancing that with what's happening in the in the spiritual plane, right? Which is keeping the vision which you have, sir. Right. Right? right. Holding so, on to the yes. vision, holding on to the purpose, knowing who yes. you are and whose you are. And at the same time, oh my gosh, we gotta be these people. Uh, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we, we get to feed these people because it's we, a get to. It's not a have to. Right.
0: I, I, I love that. I love that. So, yeah. Nathan, when you do the zoom in on the shot, show the person, but also show the other three if you possibly can. I know I'm asking a lot. This is a radio station, not a, not a TV station. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to optimize on technology. So what I love most, because every time you say something, Karima, Glenn, is shaking his head. And Glenn, as you were talking, I can see Karima shaking her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, my. Right? I it's know. like, mm-hmm, the A-man corners are here. And I think that's so yeah. important because that's why you all are here. It's because you're the A-man corner, right? I got another A-man corner. Don Mason in the house. Hey. And I didn't know we were going
1: to be dressed alike. I didn't know we were going to be dressed <laughs> <laughs> You're right. right. This was.
0: <laughs> 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 this was not this was not planned, but thank you for looking gorgeous. Uh, yes, you're lovely. So thank you for joining. So we were just talking about how important it is, basically, for those of us who are in a leadership role. Which again, we're all in a leadership role. She was talking about personal leadership, and and, and Glenn Turner, who's you know been showing him and his team have been showing love. They've been showing kindness. They've been showing a series of very consistent. Um, providing a consistency in the community, but showing themselves to be kind and loving. They, they, You actually use the word love, Glenn, a lot. You talk about you're providing love when you're providing food. Yes.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, food feeds the soul. Mm. So if you can feed the soul uh, a nutrient, you can feed it some spirituality too.
0: Mm.
2: So we really want people to be aware that we are not just here as an organization that gives out food. We love our community.
4: Mm-hmm. We want our
2: community to be involved in our program and, and helping out. And sometimes, you know, because of the nature of our world today, the small guy gets left out and we don't get any type of, you know, not that we're looking for recognition, but the resource to be able to help. Well, and during this time, you know, we have, uh, we've we tremendously been helped by you know, large corporations that are providing the the nutritious, healthy food that people need during this time.
0: Right. Didn't you say, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that Amazon is one of the companies that's providing you with resources, but they get a lot of flack a lot. And I'm just, I was excited to know that you go there and they're supporting you. Am I supposed to say that? Whoops.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, they step up. I mean, you know, sometimes, like I say, you have to leave from behind. And that means people don't see you.
3: Mm. You're
2: behind them. But, you know, you're the driving force to make things go. And, you know, I, I appreciate Amazon for, you know, the way they do business. You know, in our in our nation, you know, if you're not on one side, you're not on anybody's side. But Amazon has stepped up and said, we'll be on the side of the people when they need us the most. Mm. And that's the only side that counts. Mm. So, you
1: know what, you know. I would like to add something to that. I so agree is that what we have to be careful of here in the Pacific Northwest is that we are not, it's not only that we are not in the majority, we're in a major minority group, but Absolutely. with some of the greatest needs. And so power is the ability to make anyone believe that what's true for them is true for you. So it might be true that Amazon is not good to the majority population, but that doesn't mean they aren't good to
0: us. They're not doing something contributing to the That they are the doing something
1: good. for the neediest, because... The majority population really never comes up with the right solutions for African-Americans in this region. They right. pick the wrong African-Americans and say they're leaders when they are accomplished anything. Um, they find the least effective solutions to our problems by picking the wrong problem to solve. Mm. So right now, emergency feeding program is pick the right problem. Because food, shelter, and clothing is basic
0: needs. Too. Exactly.
1: So feeding people is basic in any kind of travesty, and it did not start now. Mm. So they say they want people and want to fund people who have been doing the work all along. Because this is not—you don't put your clothes on in the middle of the race. Is that right, Glenn? I bet you're. Some <laughs> He's, <man>. a coach. <laughs> exactly. He's, He's a coach. Exactly. Yeah. I was raised by a coach. So I live, uh. <laughs> I live in the world of how you win. I like good strategies and I love to win.
2: Mm, so liberation. I love to win
1: by practicing what what will bring you to a win. Every decision I make right. is towards, if it's not going towards, so my father was a, a hurdler. He ran track later in life after he didn't run track, he built race cars and ran race cars. So I'm just, i a very, <laughs> that's where my head is. And it, it, shows. play, play
0: the. Like, I love that. My grandmother used to say something all the time. When she she didn't race cars, and she definitely was not a runner. But my granny used to play cards. I'm from the south, so you remember uh, playing uh, Rummy five hundred, Spades, Bidwits, Wits, and Granny would always say, "Play to win, baby. You know that's what your partner said. Play to win, baby. They have <laughs> to <laughs> win. Be play they to have win. To be, to yeah. be winners.
1: Uh, I'm never embarrassed that I'm <laughs> always trying to win. I'm going to build the best team, which what do we call it, Tracy? A the collaborated community of clear-thinking African Americans. Clear-thinking contributors.
0: Clear-thinking
1: clear Not fuzzy I, I, brains, not fuzzy math people. I,
0: and I love I that. I lead
1: on our team, and you are part of that team because you're winning and again. So let's get back to Amazon. They're funding what they see is needed. To people who are doing the work, so we can't always repeat what's right for someone else. So
0: because again, that's enough. Exactly, and the the other thing I thought was super exciting, Glenn. We submitted to a an application for um so so Don so State Representative Don Mason, former State Representative Don Mason, who just joined us in the red, who just started dropping wisdom. A a a a um elder of (laughs) distinction so thank you for joining but one of the things you do is you connect the right people together and you connect people to teams and to resources and so you sent an email to me and it was from the um it was around the covid response the city covid response and it had um there was someone from the seattle foundation what was his name jonathan cunningham i think Yes, that's his name. So Mm -hmm. he was talking brother. Right. Yes, yes. Lovely, lovely individual. But he was talking about how they want to. You can maybe give us a quick summary of what they said was important for us in order to respond to the problem.
1: They are saying that a lot of funds are coming into Seattle Foundation. Seattle Foundation is a foundation, a lot of people put their foundations. Up under that foundation. That. Just like the Gates Foundation isn't just Gates money, it's Walton money, it's Warren Buffett money, it's it's a ho- lot of money. The same with the Seattle Foundation. So I might have a small family foundation, I put it with the Seattle Foundation and let them manage it. So the Seattle Foundation is managing a lot of money that goes into nonprofits in this region. Right. And what Jonathan Cunningham had said is that the money is doubling almost daily. And that they want it to go to solutions that are already being accomplished,
0: that right. work. Right. And, yep.
1: you know, it's nice that there's some startups, but they want people who, that are already doing the work because this is an emergency. We don't have time for task forces and planning. Nope. And
0: planning. Kind of this <laughs> got- <It's>
1: works. <laughs> we know it works. It's been working for years. Now we just need money. To meet the crisis right. that has just doubled the need or tripled maybe quadrupled and it got it maybe everybody in this area one day will need food and so we need to know that the emergency feeding program that has been feeding people from county line to county line for how many years
0: 40, 40 45 40 years, years. 45, 45
1: years gets the money but they put people on the advisory that says who gets the money who may not even have even thought about us. They never know what our problem <laughs> is. They don't know what the best solutions are. They don't know us. They don't know me. I, You know, I've been around forever, made myself easy to know. They don't know me because they didn't vote. And so, <laughs> um, you know, so, and then they're the ones that get picked external to our communities that are the least effective. So so I think... I think about Amazon... They even have teams called least effective. Those are the ones that just can't seem to get the job done, but they're good, nice people.
0: That's hilarious. And, yeah, and I just want to add
2: to that um, Amazon is is just one of a very of a of a, of a very many organizations that help support well, us on some children. Yeah,
0: get yeah. Let's give some people some credit.
2: Yeah, we got you know we, we have Feed the down. Children, we have Feed the Children, we have World Vision, we have. Um, uh, Pinsky Truck, which is donating all the trucks. We have, you know, there's multitude of different organizations that are supplying us with um, sure. the basic needs. But, you know, monetarily, we still have to pay to transport that stuff. We still have to pay right. our lease. We still have to pay our employees. So right now... Right, so those are existence. private
1: companies, and so we need the public and the government to join with that.
0: Right. Yes, we need
1: absolutely. Agents. They're saying these are very accomplished corporations, and organizations, well, World Vision and uh, Feed the Children, they're they are a huge uh, international. I've been to Kenya. I've been in the Kibera slums, and both of them have been there. I've met people from the United States over there. I spend a lot of time in Kenya. So they're global, so they know what to do when there's large number of people to feed,
3: mm-hmm. a large
1: number of people to serve. And they must see that you're doing this because they funded you. So then we have to give them credit for knowing what to do and knowing to fund you. When we come to our government, they must follow some of those right. and it, say, we don't have time to figure this out. Let's go if Amazon, Penske, um, Costco or whoever is giving you and World Vision and Feed the Children see the emergency feeding program as reached deep and wide, not just our friends, not mm-hmm. the cronyism. But deep and wide, we must now stop doing that, you know, just surface stuff. We must reach, reach not only the primary, but the secondary and tertiary reach. Yes, Up I've, here in Skyway, course. we I have a it. dense population. Yes. Now, I was speaking to Council Member Ger-Mai just yesterday. He's very concerned about that dense population of African-Americans that were moved from the central and southeast Seattle into these desert
0: mm.
1: no surfaces right. side of the skyway are we reaching them
0: with the food so what's are we yeah we um the
2: we, we are actually um in a emergency management mode right now where since there is a distance you have to keep from people um we have what's called through a, a co-ed operation at our at our location where it's drive through Ah. So we people can drive through. We have them open their trunks or their their doors, and we put the food in and limit the contact to as minimal as possible. Oh, okay. And then we we run those through in uh, uh, lanes of two. Mm. So we're pumping through. I think last last week we had to put through close to a thousand cars. Wow!
0: Yeah, so I, I have some just, I have some great just, I have some great photos. It's just
2: planning what the city rented you know we we planned this with the city of renton a few years ago their uh um management situation their um their group basically came out and did training for our organization and um lo and behold you know three years later we're actually running the operation um so it was good to get that training um that helps to go ahead you know keep things smooth keep things organized and you know it gives people a chance to come on and volunteer and help out so
0: I'm well, showing, thank you for picking
1: up that baton. I'm showing, so, I'm showing some of the, the take it forward.
0: I'm showing some of the photos from a recent uh experience. It was so well done um, and this is just you know another thank you. you guys had your definitely had your acts together and people were smiling and, and definitely uh, impacting in, in a beautiful way. definitely. so thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yes, work. Absolutely. So I have a video that I just pulled up. The challenge with the video is if I play it, that you, um, you guys will not be able to hear it. Um, but you, you were there, Glenn, yesterday as Paula Sardinas um, came yes. and she started talking about um, how important it is for us to do this work and and why it's important. Um, I so
1: enjoyed Paula. I thought that I had gone in. What is one of those sci-fi movies and gone back to a younger self and doing me? So, swine
5: flu and SARS and all that other stuff. I, <laughs> it. I
2: hear you. <laughs>
0: no, she. I love it. She's amazing. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play one quick video. Give me one second.
4: I'm gonna watch it on my other device.
3: <laughs>
2: Parents and how they responded to things in our community. No,
0: she's. We're Canada. actually watching the video. You so
2: the so give us two minutes. Oh, okay. Everybody in our in our community, everybody in our neighborhood would come to my mom when they needed help with anything. And my mom would somehow find a way to get them the help they needed or provide what they needed at that point. All the kids in the neighborhood that were our friends, they came to our house almost every day to get fed. I love that. You know, and so it, I almost feel like it was just a natural transition in my life to get to this, you know, because I used to remember, my mom would take us, we'd be standing on the food bank line down in El Rainier when they had the food bank down there. And you get your dry goods, your beans, you get the block of cheese, which is the best cheese in the world. It really
5: is. You know, cheese. and Macaroni, um, you made macaroni, anything with it. all that it. stuff. Real cheese.
2: But I say that to say that, you know, I come to this day and I look at my life and the things that I've, I've accomplished in my life yeah. and the things that I've done wrong in my life, and I almost have to feel like this is a blessing. I do feel like this is a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's a hard blessing, though. It's a blessing where, you know, God tests your strength. He, he, he lets you know that I put you here. I'm not gonna let you fail. Stand tall, you know, be a beacon in the, in the night so that people can come to you who I'm sending. And I have to stand in this place, but my heart's broken because we're in this place.
5: Well, we got you, we're, yeah. we're gonna use all of our resources. I wish more people that, that have today, that are living well, that have the nice homes, that have the nice cars. And I tell people, I said, tell your story. Yeah. Because yeah. what we do in Empowerment is, is, if you look at where we are today right. and we don't tell you how we got there, mm. then people think you always have. Like yeah. I, I have know. four children. Yeah. This is my second husband, when yeah. I got divorced from my first, I, my son is too little yeah. to, he was too little to remember. I've stood in a line at a food bank at a church yeah. with my son. And that's why, you know, I don't care how big my house is or how nice my whip is, I don't thank forget you. what that's been like. Absolutely. And so when you can go back, but when we are, you know, too bougie to tell our service, like oh, I want people to know I didn't have girl, but let me tell you what happened. I had my baby on my hip mm-hmm. and the other ones that I was like, I need milk and diapers and, and so on and so I'm forth. So grateful we, for you. Thank you. We we in the black community, we need to keep it 100 with people. We haven't always had why do we give these programs? Because I remember sitting there, when my baby was 18 months old, and I did not have any I had enough money to get gas to get to the food bank. And I I was gonna pray my way back home with the car, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And we were standing out there in the cold and they were giving out coats and food and other stuff. And so when you get to a point where you have made it, you have to go back. Back. Because everybody has not arrived to where God delivered you from. You got to go back as though it never were and say, look, you know, so people don't feel embarrassed. So people don't feel shame and be like, sister, look, I've been the one driving the nice whip and pulling up and saying, you know, I'm standing out here in line just like you. So when mm-hmm. you come, there's no judgment, right. there's no condemnation, and there's no shame. Right. We're, we're all in this mm-hmm. together and put your arms around that people is- and say, hey, I've, I've been there with my kids going, this helped me to not give up when I felt like all hope was gone. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing more than giving people food, you guys are giving people hope.
2: And that's the whole premise of why we say it really to
0: stay. is. And love. Daily,
2: what you tell me about daily. that.
0: You use the word love a lot.
2: Can you, can you grab Tracy for me?
5: It it, it really, because you know, nothing makes you feel more loved and more um, warm than a good plate of food. And my my son wants to be a chef. And I remember with my grandmother, she had 12 children. Uh, My mother was an alcoholic in my family. You know, my father had died when I was little. And I just remember going to my grandmother's house with all my aunts and uncles and all my cousins. And if we were poor, we didn't know it because they would, she would have these big feasts, right? And I remember, you know, being in the South, they let the wind up in the summertime, oh, right? Yeah. So she would make, like, these little cups of red Kool-Aid that she would freeze. <laughs> <Yep>. Honey, honey <laughs> dipper's, Yeah. <laughs> and just had a big, deep freezer, and the kids would come. Wow. And my grandmother said, no matter how poor you are, every child should have a belly full of food. Yep. And so I think about that now. I said the, the love and the warmth that food banks provide is that even if you don't know how you're going to make the rent, your light bills behind, when you can sit down you with your fed. neighbors... Over that plate of, like, some good macaroni and cheese, you got a little chicken, some yep. greens, whatever you like. For that moment, it's, like, all is well. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? For that moment, that time. All is well. Yep.
2: Wow. You, you know, your
5: kids go to bed. I was like, kids, most kids don't know they're poor. Yeah. If mom can they put don't. some food on the table, they don't. that's one less thing she has to worry about because the kid is not walk around going, are we going to make it? And then you'll figure out the rest. Like you said, while you're getting to... Catholic charities and Lutheran social services to keep your light and all the other stuff on. Mm. If you're able to give them these these two bags of food and keep that going, you're providing love and hope and grace and mercy to people.
0: Mm. Paula, I want to take a second. Mm. Okay, guys, uh, that that was Miss Paula Sardina. She's one of the commissioners. um, Omg, what she just shared, and I know you watched some of the you watched the video last night, Don, and you were there, Glenn. But what she said is because we have some sound issues. I'm gonna, I'm gonna repeat real quick for Karima. She talked about telling your story. Oh, did you? Oh, you were watching online. So, so this, this was the part where, where she said it's so important for us to tell our story. She talked about how, what you guys are doing is being a beacon in such a dark place. So she was thanking you, Glenn. But then she also said how important it was for us to tell our story, for us to not be too bougie, right? To 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 be able to roll back, even if we're not even if we're living in a big house right now is the time for those of us who have gotten to a place of success to be able to go back and to to, to connect with others. Because guess what? Because it's so much bigger than me. I think about the work that I'm doing right now. We talk about how important it is. Don, you and I were talking last night about how important it is to build community. What I heard uh, Paula say is it's important, more important now than ever. Right. Because more of us are needier, deep down needy than we've ever been. So Don, help me real quick, clarify, if you if you can unmute your phone, help me clarify why it's important for us to, and you can all jump in at any point in time, but why it's so important for each of us to, to lean in, to tell our story? Because it's so much bigger than us.
1: So the reason to tell our story and tell it through this great communication system that Tracy and others are supplying, there's other um, community-based media systems that, are all coming together and we're
0: going to have you angle um, your camera a little bit uh, more toward your face
1: okay so we're griots we're griots and in historically the other way are we're oral people can you not hear me we can't see you at all we can't see you at all oh you can't see me okay that's why i moved it i I apologize so we were trying to get rid of the extra space above your head but keep talking oral people we're naturally oral people. We tell stories. We've had griots even back to our ancient African days. Yes, we read and we write very excellently. So we write also so we have newspapers. So we do have within this region media that can get the word out. We must tell the stories. If we are hurting, we must tell. It. Mm. If we have something to offer, we must give it. If we have something we must we're doing, we must do it even better and greater. So, and if we have time, we must share it. So, um, so our story is an excellent story always. So we must tell this story because we're great and doing well because our grandparents told their story. And their grandparents and parents told their story all the way back to the village. Dawn, your hand is
0: in front of your face. Probably not ideal. Yes.
1: All the way back from the villages that we were stolen from. Five hundred or more years ago, so we have those stories, and we've told those stories. We must tell the coronavirus story, right?
0: Right. And 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 what we're doing with this show, Don, and what we talked about is so important. Is you see, Glenn is on the show, not talking about the trauma and the drama and the lack. He's saying we are here for you we're talking about those people and though we're telling those stories that are going to be uplifting those stories that are going to be positive that's going to inspire positive action and positive thoughts so glenn you're doing what you're doing because this is what you do thank you right thank you we we, we We have have to to to
4: comment on karima yes please so
0: clarify why it's so important for us to 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 do this work to to elevate to tell the right stories
4: Absolutely. I mean, and it kind of goes, um, I just wanted to say, um, was it Paula that spoke on the video? Yes. Is that her name? Paula Sardinas. Uh, Yes. Yes. She gave a whole word in in that video. And what it had me thinking about was we, each of us are spiritual food banks, right? So we've got, right. That's what came up for me as I was listening to her is like, she talked about how food and, and and serving food and bringing food to the table is about love, right? And so in addition to the nourishment, we get to bring the soul food. And I think, Mr. Turner, you had kind of uh, brought that terminology in because I was already thinking that, <laughs> too. So when you said it, I was like, <laughs> we right on the same track. What? <laughs> right? right? And so, right. yeah. And so when Paula said that, I said, we are each of us are are literally spiritual food banks and if we're going to provide encouragement and empowerment and leadership to the community for such a time as this what are we doing to make sure those spiritual food banks stay full Mm. right wow wow and that kind of goes back to my earlier comment about personal leadership are we spending time connecting with our creator or your spiritual you know? The, the, the thing that you connect with to fill Absolutely. you up and bring you joy. Mine is God. I don't know what yours is, but mine is God. And, um God. <laughs> right, are we connecting with God in order to keep our spiritual food bank filled so then we can then pour out on others, mm. right? Yeah. And it That's takes amazing. love, which is a spiritual tool, takes love, but it also takes energy, and it also takes commitment, and it also takes leadership, which is what, these powerful, these two powerful people that I'm, you know, on here with, <laughs> are showing up at, right? Right. And earlier, here, Tracy, you you asked me about the invitation. I was yes. setting the context, but I didn't really get to um, go go further into that. Yes. And basically, it's a spoken word that came to me through me, came to me, and through me um, from God to the the rest of the of humanity, and um, it's called "Where the Hell You Been." Mm. AKA, also known Sweet. as the invitation. And it really speaks to where where have you been? If you have been playing small or on the sidelines, um, this is not the time to be there. This mm. is the time, as the coach said, would say, to get off the bench and get in the game, mm. right? Yep. So yep. rest right. if you must, adjust your vision if you must, pivot, innovate, think things through, problem solve, but get back in the game.
1: Wow. That's all right, right Cody. All right,
4: won't get us to where we need to be. So your game plan that you had on January 1st, you are going to need to revisit the game plan because today is a new day. Exactly. It's March 22nd and the rules have changed. So.
0: That's right. So yeah,
4: so the, that's, that's, right. that's the poem, uh, that's the context of the poem and, and I can share a little bit or not at all, but Please. I just wanted to
0: kind of Please. Feel free. If there's time. a little something something you want to drop down, we got 15 minutes left. So go ahead and give us a real quick, a real quick um a quick play on the invitation, because what I really want you guys to be aware of, the rest of this show, this is an invitation. This whole show, Don Mason said the same thing. We were doing some things, and I was building this great content and launching these books to help people optimize, and she's trace Tracy. I love what you're doing, but if you think about what you've been doing and what we need to do going forward, this needs to be a different kind of message and well basically the same message but really focused on how do we ensure we're giving people exactly what they need a food bank a spiritual food bank girl you just killed it hello and, a spiritual and soul food bank,
1: bank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes with the church is now closed because of not the social distancing again we need to use these kind of communication to have these kind of conversations
0: Don, you're so beautiful. You're gonna appreciate you, me telling you to pick up that thing that you have and get it off your <laughs> lap because you got you're too gorgeous not to be seen. You're gonna appreciate me giving taking a can moment. See, there. Can
1: you see me? It, now? It's a little
0: bit better. Yes, it's a little bit better. You just have too much room on the oh, top I, of your head. I hold me. Huh? Can you see me now? I can see you. It's not I can the, see the whole me. Okay. I can see all of you. Okay, well, we we ladies. Good.
2: Ladies, I need to interrupt for a moment. Yes. Um I so, it's actually my birthday today and my wife just looked in on me. And she said, had a Come on, bunch of people downstairs.
0: You are wonderful. Uh, her, you are wonderful. Thank you.
2: I just want to leave everybody with with, with this note. Yes. Um, with the emergency feeding program, we're here. We understand the concept of pay it forward. Where
1: are you located? You know,
2: we don't sit back. We we're located at 851 Hauser Way North in Renton. That's 851 Hauser Way North in Renton. 98057. Do you have
1: 57. a website or a Facebook page to give the scheduled days of giving?
2: Yes. The website is www.emergencyfeeding.org. That's www.emergencyfeeding.org. We will be closed for sanitation and reorg this week. We will only be taking um, elderly this week to make sure that they have food. So um, please uh, be aware of that. We, we wanna feed the whole community, but at some point you have to, to rest your people. My people are overworked and overburdened. As I am myself, it's not overburdened, but it's just overwhelming.
0: Right. And, so, and and you and you're gonna re, Hold on. You're gonna re, you're gonna reopen on uh, March 31st for the public. Is that correct? correct. That's the plan. Correct. So you're gonna That's you're gonna correct. support elderly yeah. in between now and then. You're gonna be cleaning and reorganizing correct. and replenishing and restocking. I know one of the things that Paula Sardinas was doing for Absolutely. you is she was going to the governor to get funding. Um, Don Mason and I are going to be following up with the Seattle Foundation for funding and the Gates Foundation for funding for these types of initiatives because it's really important to fund the right thing. So go celebrate your birthday! Can you play the birthday song real quick? Go celebrate your birthday! We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna have you go out on that, and then we're gonna, we're gonna stay, stay with All the right, ladies for our last fifteen out. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that we'll put. Uh, Bye, Coach Glenn. Hold up, Don.
1: I'm uh, make sure you send me your contact. Someone will send me the yes, contact. Yes, totally. and yes. we will put Glenn in touch with Germai directly.
0: Absolutely, hundred hundred and fifty percent. So, Coach Glenn, last thing I'm going to ask you: Did you hear what these two ladies said about when you're a coach? Right, her her poem that she did, and you can check it out last week. um It's talking about if you've been playing small, if you've been on the sidelines. She said now is the time to step up as a yeah. coach. What do you tell people when it's time for them to get out on the field, get into the game, and they're nervous and they're scared? We got people who don't know what to do, don't know how to do it. Coach Glenn, give it to us. Motivate us. Motivate those watching. Get off the sidelines. Well, let them tell
2: sports, In most sports, there are four quarters. The first quarter is a quarter where you kind of get to observe and feel your opponent out. Mm. Second quarter is where you, you actually engage him and find out just what he has. Third quarter, that's when you snap in the gear and you either take the lead or you fall off pace. Fourth quarter, it's now your time. We're in the fourth quarter right now. It's our time as the emergency feeding program. Mm. And we've stepped up every quarter, we've been there. We've been there with support and without support, but we've always been there. And now is our time. And trust me, when we're done with this, We'll, we'll shine high on that hill, the emergency feeding program.
0: All Remember right. that, the emergency, emergency
2: feeding program.
0: Emergencyfeeding.org. Thank we you got ladies. you. We got you. Thank you. We will, we'll talk to you again. You so Happy, right. birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Have all a right. great day. Thank, Thank you. you. Right. Thank you so much. So, ladies, we have 12 minutes left in this show now. How, how awesome was that? I just could not. First of all, when he said he would do the show on his birthday, knowing that he was having a party with people in his home right now, that's such a blessing because I really thought this was a very timely um, opportunity. So Any one of you guys to say something so Glenn gets off the screen? Karima?
4: Yeah, I think, no, I think it's a, a very timely opportunity. I really appreciate how he's showing up in the world and, and modeling leadership and um, committing to also, you know, rest <laughs> and then getting back out there and doing what he needs to do. I think he's also still on. I don't, re- I don't know if he realizes it.
0: I'm removing him now. I think. Let's see. Okay, right.
4: Um, but yeah, I do have a piece of um of the invitation of, a, if, of the that I would love to share. Please, if if you,
0: if you can, I would love right. that. Again, this is the and invitation. We're asking people to show up. I like that. Get off the sidelines. We're saying there's yeah. something you can do. If it's donate, if it's give time, if it's show up and share your message. Part of what we're doing here is giving people a, a platform to share their message. So yes, mm. please. The invitation. And this is
4: a real opportunity for self-reflection. Like, where have I been?
0: Mm. What
4: what is it for me to? What is it for me to do? Who who am I to be in this season right now? Right. And so, (laughs) and so we got we we get to spend time with ourselves and with spirit and really understand what what the deal is. And so this is halfway through um the spoken word and it says, when are you going to show up? with the gifts you've been given in this season for a reason. Sis, your absence feels like treason. Mm. Where's the message given to you to share? Will you dare wait? Do you even care that we out in these here streets reaching, screeching, baby, we beseeching, breaching soul contracts to counteract the attack on the honeydew chocolate hue? Woo, sis, we've been waiting on you. Come through. Mm. Our whole lives, we've been waiting. We've been waiting our whole lives to see the white of your eyes. Undisguised, we are mesmerized. We've been waiting to dance your song, to read your story, to bear witness to your pain, to bask in your glory, mm. to taste your sugar, spice, and everything nice. We want to savor the flavor of that soul food that you speak. Uh uh-uh. uh, don't deny it. Don't try it because we got to see. Mm.
0: So that's just. All right, now. That's
1: so, you know. Of it. Thank you for that. And thank you for continuing to write and give our messages because mm. that's why they call us magical. <laughs> right? God, mm-hmm. Because we're creative people. We write, sing, play, dance,
3: speak, mm.
1: Breathe through our pain. Um, Tracy will tell you she was at my husband's celebration.
0: Celebration of right life. Now,
1: so yes. Big, celebration of life. My husband died a few months ago. 38 years, I should be home mourning and grieving and crying. Mm. But he was a gospel singer. And Tracy will tell you, his <laughs> whole service was about, And it was almost like um, uh, a prescient. I got up and spoke just a few minutes, and I said, this is why we're singing these songs of gospel, because they're the songs that were passed down to us.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. They're
1: the rhythms that were, we bought on the ship over from Africa. And it got us through harder times than we have ever seen, anyone has ever seen. This is not the hardest time. Mm -mm. But I told those that were there with us that may not know those gospels, those that may not understand the hard times. And I said, didn't I, Tracy? You're getting ready to see some really hard times. mm -hmm. I don't know why I said that. Maybe we're, maybe, I don't think on January 18th, we might've just heard about the virus. (laughs) But I said that we are going to see some hard times and you need to go to the Black and African-American Gospels and hymns. And then you would know words like, I've had some good times. Mm. I've had some hills to climb. Mm. I've had some weary days. I've had some sleepless nights. Mm. But when I look around and I think things over, all of my good days outweigh my bad days. I won't complain. It goes on and say sometimes, mm. um, and then we. see so you see, those are the words that we uh, in our right. when we were the men in the homes and we were toiling and
0: mm. when we're on the job,
1: those hum, that we heard our grandparents mm. say, and then we know that.
0: Yes, Lord.
1: Why should I feel discouraged? Let's see, I was just singing that song this morning. Were
0: you? La- you, see, was, you know what? So- it's
1: I listen Tracy yes ma'am. because I is on the sparrow see so I know he watches me so others we must we have shared these songs So they say how did you get over Through hmm you, you we know and have a song so how I got over got so it. what we want to do is what we can do mm-mm, listen mm-mm, is share just what like we're sharing food and we talked about the food that we need to give ourselves and feed ourselves. Mm. We have to go back to what works. There's Mm. gimmicks out there short term. This isn't going away tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's not going away next month. The economy crashed. The whole, the great nation that anyone says they've seen because of the economics. It's not great because of anything other than the economics. And also it's been a place that has accepted others in here with us to share. That Mm -hmm. makes us great. Now, what they talk about great is, has nothing to do with great. Now, so therefore, we have to rebuild. We already started rebuilding the Black community in Seattle that was totally demolished. So, this wasn't the first time we've seen demolished. Come on. Mm-hmm. And we came through Africa Town, right? Yes, and yes. The whole country has been looking at how did those people in Seattle, they stole all their land and they rebuilt. How did the Native Americans out there in the Pacific, uh uh-uh, uh I said, rebuild. This country has to rebuild and they have to look at us because mm-hmm. we're rebuilding. The Native Americans have rebuilt. They killed 5.5 million Native Americans. I don't think the virus isn't going to kill that many people in this country. Mm. Mm. They, right they bought over 100 million uh, Blacks from Africa and they had to rebuild because they took young people. When you take your whole young population, people have to rebuild. So we have to look and how did we do it? Because we do have a faith, Mm -hmm. have a faith in the divine creator and we are in the image of the creator, Tracy. Yes.
0: Yes. Therefore
1: we can do what the creator has sent us to do and we will recreate and we will rebuild. That's
4: yeah. all I have
0: to say. Uh, so just wow. look at it. Don't be dropping the mic talking about that's all I got to say. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> First Bam! of all, Don Mason, you you and I have had this conversation. And what I really, really admire and love about you and about you, Karima, and everyone who's been part of this collaborative community of what did you call it? Clear-thinking Clear thinking contributors.
1: Or contribute. Who contribute. Contributors. Or contributors contributors.
0: But let's just say we're talking about people who contribute right and and we have contributors of all types right and what i love about have- this is what we're going to do next week We got three minutes left in the show, so what we're going to do, just FYI, and I love that, we have a couple of people. I know you mentioned Josephine Howe. I don't know what she's doing next week, but we're going to bring some people in. Maybe I'll connect with her during the week if she can't come on live, and let's bring in some song. Let's get some people to sing, and let's bring in some words of wisdom. Again, we're going to continue to focus on how do we as a people, how do we continue to thrive during this time? Like you said, we know how to do it. We know what to do. Yes, a ma'am. A
1: clear and very strong supporter of the emergency feeding program. Right, Karima? Yes. You know, very, very, very. Jo, jo, that's her key she, she's,
0: that yeah, support. Yeah, she, she's absolutely amazing. And not just that program, but, I mean, as a people. As a people, we have an opportunity. We have an open invitation, like you said, to step up and to show up, right? To be our best, Mm -hmm. to ensure that we use this. Again, it's bigger than me, baby, right? It's so much bigger than me. So if each of us take on that bigger than me mentality, I've been calling this a bigger than me movement. It's a movement. It's about each of us deciding what gift do we have? What do we have to contribute to the greater good? What do we have to contribute to the greater good? We have 30. And
1: Tracy, I want to give you a shout out. Yes. The difference on this program, is not a a, a a program of if I had this, I would do this. And if someone <laughs> could get their foot on my back, I would do that. And if I had the money, I would do the other. These right. are accomplished. She only brings people on her show who has accomplished what they said they would do. They went over their hurdles. Absolutely. And therefore getting respect. And then there, it's Absolutely. easy to kind of connect with them because they're already moving forward Not waiting you, for somebody you, you know, to you're right. fulfill
0: their every dream. We literally have five seconds. Kareem, any final words?
1: Yes.
4: I was, I just wanted to kind of piggyback on what Miss Mason was saying about the song. Like I woke up with songs in my heart today, um, spiritual songs that really just ooh, anchored me. You and must. so I'm inviting everybody yes. to think about what's the song in your heart? What's the song awesome. that you came here to sing? That is uh, the end of
0: it. Oh, I love it. So guys, even, em- what song did you come to sing? Email me? This is Tracy. email me at it's all bigger than me at gmail.com. We'll start there. So listen, know that it, it is bigger than me. And this is an invitation. We'll talk to you next week and remember, it's all bigger than me, baby.